Well, hello and welcome. This is episode 46 of 90 Minute Life. It's June 5th, 2021. It's a Saturday. I'm one of your hosts, Josh Petrowski, as always joined by my brother, Paul. Paul, say hi. Say hi. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to make that joke. Yeah. Um, this is 90 Minute Life. This is a Cavalry FC and Canadian Premier League podcast, but we do like to talk about... Um, uh, world soccer when we get the chance and tonight is going to be a bit of uh some uh, canadian men's national team talk yeah and i and i realize when you say that like we don't talk enough about the men's national team or just or maybe or like just a canadian or just canadian like our, soccer our, our, like our national team yeah whether it be women and men's i don't think we talk enough about it but yeah, like maybe we, we'll we make have... up we'll make up for it tonight yeah like we've we have talked about them before but like you said, we could always talk about them more, and but I we guess have it's some a, good. You know, we have some good national teams, so and, and they did defense, cool stuff. I, I will say that it's usually we talk about them when it's game time, so that's hence why we're yeah talking about them now. Anyway, yeah, so totally um, uh, finished. Sorry, yeah, I interrupted the <laughs> intro. Yeah, that's all right. It, it's, it's how it's how we do. Our returning yeah. listeners are going like, yep, yep, par for the course. Um, we are though going to start our episode the way we will, the way we have been, and the way we are going to for the foreseeable future. Um, racism sucks. Black Lives Matter, and uh, we are going to take a digital knee for a minute, and going to start it right now. All right. Yeah. Tweet. When uh, when that is no longer necessary and people realize that racism is stupid, we will be the first to announce to the world that finally we've moved on as a society past past outdated old shit. So, yeah. Exactly. Um, also, it's uh, June. It's Pride Month, and along with uh, people of color. Or any nationality and race. If also if if the thought of two dudes or two ladies getting together, if that also bothers you, it's like, well, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, yeah who scissor, cares? If, if if scissoring and yeah, it's like come on, and, and various whole stuff get to yeah. you, then just watch a different channel of TV. I don't know what to tell you. It's not yeah, a big. Like... It's don't worry about what your neighbors are doing. You know, and uh, also. Uh, we will. There's some dark stuff going on. Really quickly, and it's just going to be a quick 30 second thing, uh, just because I know people have 
been hearing about it, especially if you're Canadian. Um, the stuff that's happened on, uh, it started in Kamloops, BC, of the discovery of 215 uh, dead children under, buried underneath a treaty residential school that were, um, it was a school for uh, First Nation Aboriginal peoples of Canada. And over the course of a hundred and whatever years that school was on, was open for it closed in the nineties or maybe in the late or in the eighties. But the last of these types of schools closed in the mid nineties here. I don't know when this particular school closed, but it was open for a while and 215 children, uh, the remains of 215 children were discovered underneath the school, which is a real fucking tragedy. Sorry for my, sorry for my intense language. And, that really sucks. So thoughts thoughts go out to the abuses that have been laid on Aboriginal peoples of Canada. It's it's so a terrible thing and hopefully we can our digital knee represents all of that because yeah, exactly. shit, man. like if, if, if race, color, if people have purple skin and if that bothers you, then you should live in yeah. space. Yeah. Like, so you have no point you have no yeah. Or if that shit bothers you, keep it to it's, yourself. Yeah, like it's a dark it was a dark discovery for for Canada and for the entire world, but Canadians are feeling it particularly hard and and the Aboriginal peoples of Canada are feeling it. Obviously they're feeling it the word obvious that yeah. so it's just, you know yeah, it's a terrible thing and uh Canada has some you know, we have another dark history page in our history book unfortunately and we can do better just be nice um, to people damn it yeah (laughs) but uh with all that aside those are in our thoughts we will continue to talk about that in every episode but uh let's uh, go through let's give the people what this episode is going to be about well this will be a nice canadians men's (laughs) canadian men's uh national team stuff there was uh they're trying to qualify for the world cup in yep. 2022 in qatar yep. i'm pretty sure i'm saying that right because i hear some people call it cat catter i'm pretty sure it's qatar well qatar is a city in iran this is being played in uh the emirates yeah. and around saudi arabia so i believe yeah. catter actually might be Catter oh, might be yeah. the actual pronunciation. And we suck is, at pronouncing stuff. We so. do. Apologies to any listeners who are throwing digital tomatoes at us going, it's pronounced this way. It's like, just stop talking. You guys yeah. should just stop. It's but. played in a country called, I think it's Catter, Q-A-T-A-R. <laughs> That's where World Cup 22 is. So today is they're continuing that journey of trying to qualify for it. They played yes. against Aruba. They did. Um, also... We've got Canadian Premier League news that was dropped today. Because we're not cool enough to have inside sources, we get our news when it's announced to the world. <laughs> so we are gonna now we get to announce it to the world too. Well, we're part of the announcement because the news is maybe at this point it's about three hours old. So because it was announced at about five forty-five Mountain Standard. <laughs> Calgary time. Yeah, so we decided, you know what, we should probably do our we should probably do an episode tonight. Yeah, so the news is it's hot off the presses as the journalistic world says. Uh there's a news about the season, so which is fantastic. Yeah, so we got some 
we got some of that stuff yeah. to go on. So yeah, it'll be a good, it'll be a good yeah. fun episode. I am. And then I, hold I am, on, or, go ahead, one go ahead. And then to round off the Canadian Premier League news, there's also some roster news of both Valor FC and York United FC. They both have done some pretty big signings. Yeah. With York United, they've now officially completed their 2021 rosters. So uh, that's the announcement of their signings. Was also the announcement that this completes our roster. All systems go. And maybe so. I'm just retarded, and and because I don't live in Ontario, and I don't, I don't not, I don't, I don't not not pay attention to COVID news. But I mean, shit, it's all we've heard. It's all we've been hearing for the past. Like over a year, year and a half, yeah. And, but I thought for some reason, and I don't, I don't, I don't know why. I know Ontario has been hit hard, yeah, with COVID, and they've have you know rest, restrictions up the wazoo. But for some reason, I thought that maybe that Forge and York United were still able to train because Atletico Ottawa is fucked off and went to Spain. Well, they and they came back, so yeah, they came. They just they just got back, but they just yeah. said screw this, we're going to Spain. We've got a multi-million-dollar friggin' facility at our disposal. We're going to utilize that, yeah, which is awesome. Of course. And but for some reason, I don't. Just my naiveness, I guess, and maybe I just didn't dig enough into it, or maybe I just bypassed that reading the articles. Maybe it just didn't clue in. But I just realized, or I just from the watching the game tonight and then the pregame, that they say, oh, you know, forge and. Forge and uh, York United haven't been able to train yet. Well, huh. so was that so that statement of teams not having some of the teams haven't been able to train yet? Was that in relation to York United and Forge? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I didn't. I my uh, I must have been getting a cup of coffee or something because I didn't yeah, hear they who they were talking been able about. To train. Oh, so and then before why I think that's a big deal. I want to save that. I want to save that news maybe a little bit later. Um, yeah. Okay. So, just we're gonna play spoiler in five, four, three, two, one. Okay. I gave everyone five seconds of saying spoiler because now we're gonna talk about the the uh, Team Canada versus Aruba today. I, I think we should kick off with that. Oh. Okay. So yes. Those those are our topics. We're gonna start talking. Uh, spoiler alert for the Canada versus Aruba game. But yeah, let's. Let's talk. Let's start with that then. And let's so, talk and about just that. to be sure, if you're like, I haven't watched the game yet, of when you decide to listen to this episode, and you're like, "F you guys," fast forward. <laughs> yeah, at this point, I don't know what time to fast. What you should fast forward to, but I yeah. will put the time codes in the description, and I will list spoiler points. Link like, in if the you description don't... below. Yeah. Make sure you click that notifications bell <laughs> and subscribe. But uh, yeah, let's let's talk about the Canada versus Aruba game. Yeah. So what well, an uh so yeah okay, yeah we can start now. Yes. What a, I what an out and out pacing that was. That was a good game. It was fun. Like really good. So uh Canada won 7 nil. Yeah. That was and it could it started off really really slow and really really sloppy. Um I'll, Little I'll slow agree, paced. I'll, yeah, I'll agree with you know, like Gareth Wheeler, Terry Dunfield, and then the guys in the one soccer studio, uh, Oliver Platt, and um... oh, geez, I just forgot oh, the I'm other bl- guy's name. I'm blanking on his name too. Yeah. Kirk something. So, you know, they they it started by it's it started off kind of, you know, 
subpar quality and i was just like oh, okay you know i don't really know much about the aruba national team so i you know i didn't know what to expect from them this is the yeah. first time that and we, we are talking them. about sloppy plays on both teams too canada wasn't exactly on fire in the beginning either oh no that that's what i mean like yeah. on for for canada's performance it was for the opening a little rough yeah it was a rough 10 minutes and yeah and so i thought oh, all right you know this will be a this will be an interesting game. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> they go up 2-0, and then just uh, Aruba fell apart. Yeah, so first goal for Canada was scored in this game was scored by uh, Cavallini in the 17th minute, and that kind of set Canada on a momentum train. And then um, uh, there was a penalty right after that first goal against Aruba. So, that, <laughs> so Junior, Junior Hoylet from a penalty shot, got the second goal. And then uh, towards the end of the first half, Cavallini scored a second goal right right before the whistle of the, uh, of the uh, first half. So 3-0 at the end of the um, first half for Canada. It was like, oh, wow. Yeah. And this is, mind you, the starting 11 did not include uh, Alfonso Davies, Jonathan David, or uh, I'm blanking on his first name, but Laren. That's kind of like Canada Team Canada's, you know, power three there. Yeah, pretty much. So, and then second half, fourth goal, the 49th minute. So just a few minutes in, um, he, a player that was subbed on because I don't think he was playing in the first half. Uh, Zachary Bro, Zachary uh, Bro Guillard. If I'm pronouncing that wrong, Bro-Giard. I apologize. But uh, he got uh, fourth goal. And then, um, let's see, where did the fifth goal go? Oh, here it is. Fifth goal. And then for the last 25 minutes of the second half, that's when uh, some the rest of the substitutions were made for uh, the men's national team for Canada. And they brought on like Alfonso Davies, Jonathan David, Laren. And they each scored a goal to get it to 7 nothing. Yeah. So, and off of an assist... For the sixth goal for Laren, Laren got the sixth goal in the 87th minute, assisted by Jonathan David. He then got the last goal, it two minutes later, maybe even a minute and a half later, for Canada's uh, seventh goal. Um, in the second half, Team Canada was on fire. Well, even the first half, it was 67. I believe it was 67 percent possession. Yeah, once and once off of they a subpar performance for the first. About I'll give prob- it the first 15 minutes. Yeah, once they scored that first goal, like once Cavallini kind of opened up the score, it just kind of, that's when they kind of really settled in and they started getting like some really good, they did started doing things with their possessions. So, And Aruba didn't even get a shot on goal against Canada, which is a little like bit it rough. Was, <laughs> it was definitely a rough, for a Aruba, very rough, rough game. game for them, yeah. Yeah. But, but I think Can- you could even Canada. see it where near the end there, Canada were just taking pot shots. They could have scored some, and I think they didn't score on purpose, maybe just to show a little respect. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, Canada doesn't exactly have a, a long history, historic track record in international soccer. So it's this is, you know, some firsts. There's a lot of firsts for for this men's national team. You know, Well, I know for... Maybe people older than me will dispute it, but I know growing up, 
growing up in the 90s and then the 2000s, Team Canada, like for, for soccer, I'm not talking about hockey, so the, yeah. the, the Canadian men's national team, even the women's too, when it came to Canadian football, Canadian soccer, we, we never had a marketable, a marketable superstar. We never had anyone that, you know, grabbed headlines and, yep. you know, that the world wanted. And all of a sudden, now we got one with Alfonso Davies. Well, and, and then shit, we got another one with Jonathan David. Jonathan David. And then, and then we oh, have another one with Laren. Yeah. And like, and just maybe just, you know, and just to put it in perspective. So Alfonso Davies, he's won, I think, nine or ten trophies. That's what Byron. they were saying on one soccer. They were like, he's he's twenty and he's got like nine trophies or ten trophies. So he has ten trophies, it's but it's like he, holy he, shit! Champions League winner last year, yeah. And then, you know, they won. They won the Bundesliga this year. Jonathan uh, Bayer, David he, with Bayer, he was with Bayern so Munich. With Bayern yeah. Munich, yeah. They won their league. Then you go to Jonathan David. Uh, they won uh, League One or League One, whatever, with Lil. That's a French league, in right? The French league, yeah. He won with Lil, and then Laren, uh, he won in the Turkish league with Besiktas. So three That's... play, three players right there have just finished winning trophies with their prospective domestic clubs. Well, and and they're but they're not just a part of the team that won. They were big contributors to those teams' success. Like Alfonso Davies is one of the standout players on Bayern Munich. Like Jonathan David, standout player on Lil. Well is if, is it Lil FC? Is that that's just, the name just Lil. Of that team? It is Lil? called Lil. Yeah, okay. Lil. Um I guess he had scored eleven goals in twenty games. Like and they're awesome and they're like not just good goals, but they were like they were saying that these were like these goals had to happen at these times and he comes on and boom scores and it's like fuck yeah that's Canada is like I've said it a thousand times lately since we started this podcast, but Canada is showing the world that like, like we can play foot, we can play football. We can, we're here to play soccer and our, we're producing like top soccer world-class talent. If Alfonso Davies is smart, he is undoubtedly like, I, I know there's been great players in the past. Um, but for his to, but not at his caliber. Like again, he's the first Canadian to win the Champions League. So yep. there you go. At twenty, and that yeah, well, he I think yeah, he's either he may have even been nineteen at the time. Maybe yeah. Um, but just to put it in perspective, because it's Canada and because it's soccer, uh, he's going to be in Canada to he's going to be to soccer. In Canada, what Wayne Gretzky is to hockey. Yeah. That that's how that's just how it's going to be with how he's been and then now with his with his superstar status and just how good he's contributing and how good he's being and hopefully he just continues to be smart. I you think know, he will he's be. He he's a smart kid, he, smart or smart guy, and he's got a, obviously some smart people around him too. That, and you hear him talk. He's so like he's a humble guy too. Like he's well, not those. I you know like I'm a huge Bayern, I'm, I'm a big Bayern Munich fan. Like you know, yeah. 
I, I it started with Arsenal and then, you know, I was introduced to Bayern Munich. But so I'm not just like a bandwagon Bayern Munich is the best in the world supporter. You, you, yeah. I'll get yeah. I, I can second that. Like we're obviously we share this up. you know, people haven't figured it out in case but, we don't mention it enough. We're brothers, like a- and uh but you've been into Bayern Munich. I remember we watched uh the twenty twelve uh, UEFA competition Champions and, League. Uh, and they won and Champions League, but and you were talking about, and then there was the German national team that year too, and I think that was like in the UEFA competition. The Euros, the Euros, yeah, and the men's national team was there, and there was a whole at twenty, and that twenty twelve German national team was made out of like, if it felt like half of those players were on Bayern Munich at that There's time. There's still half of them are from Bayern yeah, Munich. Yeah, but but you were talking about Bayern Munich then, and that was twenty twelve. So I I can second that of like yeah you've been talking about Bayern Munich for a while it's not and it even goes and it even goes before Brandon. that but anyway what, what the hell is my point um oh yeah Bayern Munich like they've got some star power there but when he's surrounded people when he's surrounded by people like Lewandowski and Thomas Muller who they're not they're, they're the kind of they have the kind of influence on a team that if there's some hot shot little little shit face trying to pump his chest out, they're going to be like, oh, well, you can just F off and now you're back on the bench. Like, yeah, they'll, they'll smack you down. They're, they're yeah. professionals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So hopefully the stardom doesn't get to him. But yeah, he's he'll, just because at the moment it doesn't is, it at the moment it doesn't seem to be because he's got like he's got a pretty impressive career behind him. And Jonathan and David is Mario Lemieux or Sidney Crosby. Yeah, yeah. He's like the next Alfonso Davies. But Alfonso Davies, you know, mark my words, Alfonso Davies is to Canadian soccer what Wayne Gretzky is to Canadian hockey. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll second that. Yeah. We haven't had a player like that. So, no. It's, and, and, it's, and he's so fun to watch too. Like him and, like, even, like in tonight's game, like it was against Aruba. They were just, they were subbed on in a, in the last 25 minutes there of the second half. And just, you just, they look like they were like, like they were so technical, but they also look like they were having fun too. Like that's, they seem to like be in, like they seem to be enjoying playing the game. That is that they play well. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I, I don't know like if that a, made sense, but we've, we've never really had depth before where like, well, yeah, like the starting our, our star, 11, our star players weren't out there. No, our starting eleven was made up of some first-time uh, players. Oh, then what about? Um, and then we were already up for nothing. I forget. I forget his name. I've watched him. He's the guy from Wolverhampton. He's oh, so uh, good. I forgot. Like I, I remember watching him, and I forgot he was Canadian. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. watching him play tonight, like he's so good. Yeah, I'm gonna quickly. I'm gonna quickly Google him. Uh, yeah, talk more. Well, he's just he's, he's like 19 years old. Made his Premier League debut this year with Wolverhampton. Yeah, in uh, May. Like it was. Uh, I watched that game. It was a. I believe it was a two nothing. I think it was a two nothing loss. They lost to Tottenham Hotspur. Yeah. Um, which. You know, it sucks. I like to see Tottenham lose all day long. I'm just kidding. Um, 
But watching him tonight, like, holy hell, he made some really good runs. We're getting his name here pretty quick. Um, Theo. Just put out, just pull up the team sheet. I, I have it. I'm trying to pronounce his last name. Theo Corbenu. C-O-R-B-E-A-N-U. Yep. That's, um, that's the gentleman in question. Yeah. And he plays for uh, Wolverhampton. Just, just at a, his first game in May. And I guess it's what he's like, 19, 20, 18, he's 19, 19 years 19. old. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He was really good. So was, um, there was another uh, standout player tonight, um, especially when uh, Alfonso Davies and Jonathan David and Laren came on. Uh, Buchanan, Tejon Buchanan. Yep. He's a young kid. He was, as soon as those guys came on, they just kind of formed this like, power foursome like this like four horsemen it was awesome well i kind of like what john herdman has done with the team he pretty much he essentially made two teams yeah That's there's another did. player uh steven uh vittoria and he had some early assists in the first half like like there's so many standout players in this one game uh to shout out to Cavalry FC's uh, Elijah Atakubi, but I believe his brother Samuel Atakubi was uh, playing tonight. Yeah, for the men's national team. So, yeah, hopefully his... he's okay. He got subbed out with an injury. Yeah, there was some. There was some. Same thing with uh, Junior Hoylet. Junior Hoylet. Yeah, he was. Uh, um, both were. It looked like there were some leg injuries. It reminded me of last year's Island Games, where in those first few matches. Just because last year there was some, a lot of early leg injuries because of the lack of training that was able to happen because of, like, that was like early days of COVID and all that. So some teams were within a week of the island games, they were just starting to be able to get together to do some training together. So, so that seemed to what these look like. So maybe there's still a little bit of, this is you're kind of seeing still the the effects of COVID and what it can do to training. Of some players are getting training, some are playing more. So hopefully, all players that were roughed up there are will be okay. But yeah, but what a game! Really, oh, just so good, so good. And then our next game is uh, Tuesday. Yep. June 8th <clears throat> against um, Suriname. Suriname. So that'll be yeah, exciting. Yeah, they're, they're top of the group. So, mm-hmm. Well, I think we're top of the group now. I think this game officially puts Canada in first place, but... Yeah, on goal difference. Yeah. They were showing the uh, standings before the game started. So hopefully, and again, like I don't, I don't historically know Aruba. I don't know if they've been better than this. So maybe, yeah, I've, I've no maybe idea. Maybe we're supposed to win seven nil against a team like, like Aruba. But I think this sends, I think when you just absolutely destroy an opponent, not only you know it sends a message, and and hopefully they can just build off of it, you know, go in to the next game and you know have a little bit of swagger. 
a little bit knowing that, hey, we've like, just enjoy your success if you're having success. But at the same time, know that at any given moment, with continual success, the more and more teams are going to want to take it from you. So it's always and keep think, it in check. And, and and if we're talking about it, I guarantee you John Herdman's probably having a discussion oh, of course. with them right now being like, okay, so, you know, enjoy it. You know, you completely friggin' destroyed them. <laughs> um, you know, but, you know, maybe within a day or so, come back down to planet Earth because we have a completely new opponent and, you know, we probably won't be able to play like this against them. Yeah, it's um, yeah, the next game against Zerman. you know, and you know they watch this game too, so they're gonna be like, of oh, course okay, they well, did. You know, I don't want to be the guy that has to friggin' manmark Alfonso Davies. Yeah, and also yeah, too, what makes I I could I could brag about Alfonso Davies all day, but also well, we too, could, what makes we him, could do a whole episode about him. What makes him should. good is <laughs> he holds the he holds the Bundesliga sprint record. That's how fast he can run. That's awesome. Like I believe it. I believe it's around. It's like around forty kilometers an hour. This dude can sprint. Fuck. Like some. Or you know, I, 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 I. God damn. I feel like now I need to get that actual. I, I swear that's what it is. Well, let's get out the, uh, the Google machine here. I'm gonna let's find this out. Okay. Alfonso, I'm gonna. Alfonso oh, okay, Davies. Cl- okay, 22.7 miles per hour. Oh, you found that out. So what's that in kilometers? How many miles? Oops. 22.7. Okay, so let's go. 22. Okay, so that's 35.6 kilometers an hour. Nice. So that's close. I, I was close. You're fast. Are you, are you at a computer? No. Oh. <laughs> I'm just I'm trying to type on my iPad here. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's fast. Like that's, that's a lot officially faster than me. if he if he really <laughs> really wanted to, he could get a speeding ticket in a playground zone. <laughs> if a cop really wanted to be an asshole, be like, "Hey man, you're speeding." And he could just well, but I'm but I'm running. <laughs> that I mean, I wonder how you know. I wonder how that works. If you're running and you get clocked at over the speed limit, I wonder if a cop can give you a ticket for speeding. I don't think so, but I don't know. You're technically going above the speed limit. Yeah, you're not in a vehicle, but I don't know. I kind of want to. I mean, it's fun. To th- it's funny to think about. Yeah, <laughs> he can officially be speeding through a school zone, like that's really on funny. his legs. <laughs> Fuck, that's fast. So yeah. now I don't think he does that. Every single game, all you know, if he happens to play well, ninety minutes or whatever, I don't think he's gonna run at that speed for like ten minutes. Like, yeah, exactly, like consecutively, and like, like for like a, like you're doing that for like a quick few seconds, and then, but slowing it back down a bit. But you see it where teams still, know fast. he's fast, but they just kind of underestimate him, and then he just takes a pass, and then all of a sudden, just boom, he's gone. Oh, was, he did that tonight a few times. Yeah. Where he's just, he's got the ball, he's gone. You know, or the ball is getting past, is getting kind of like dumped in and he just runs after it and gets it before it hits the the uh, touch line. And you're like, holy shit. So if he could just con- combine that with like the dribbling of 
Lionel Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo, and then holy shit. Well, he's definitely a superstar. Like he's already a superstar, and we're going to be talking about him for years to come. So, which is exciting. Like it, it's 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 just it's so good. It, it's such a it makes me happy for the future of Canadian soccer to know that we've got a player like that. Oh well, yeah, and, and, we, know, and we've, we've got a and we've got a few of them. Like there's, he's not the only one too, which is just fantastic. Like it just it's again it's showing the world that like hey Canada is like we can we're starting to compete now. Well, I, I think I did what almost everyone did when they saw the team sheet for tonight's game. It's like wait a second, Alfonso Davies is not starting. Oh. Well, they're up four 0 Okay, maybe it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, that's what you want. You don't, you don't, or you want to be able to. You want to have those like secret weapons, but you also want to be able to. Like you want to have those power players, but you also need, you need to have enough players where you could make two teams that are equal as far as playability. Just to deal with like injuries or last minute type of scheduling conflicts or whatever, like. You know, uh, team depth. You need you need roster depth. Well, and uh, so John Herdman did that plus eleven. Yeah, so he's got he's got a pretty deep roster where he could make two teams both are both play at the same level, which is for Canada, it's the highest level Canada has played internationally, like on the world stage in these uh, World Cup qualifying. So. At least, and since I've been watching soccer, which fans of the podcast know that I'm 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 a new new soccer fan of the last you know ten years or so, especially in the last six. But uh, so it's exciting. It's exciting to see. But I just you know it's exciting to see Canada show the world that hey, we can play soccer now. Well, we've been waiting a long time. Like, yeah, I don't think we've ever been, as Canadians, we've never been able to wait. We're excited about something that's not hockey. What? Yeah, that's that's the other thing. It's it's not hockey. And it's like, wait, we're, wait, we're good at something else. What? <laughs> not hockey <laughs> or curling. You know. Actually, you know what? So speaking of, uh, I just to now speak about how the Canadian. I kind of want to just just maybe tie us into the Canadian Premier League a little bit. So I watched a YouTube video earlier. Okay, it's called um, How Atletico is Beating the Spoiled Football Elite by Athletic Interest. Okay. And so they talk about how Atletico Madrid, they're the third biggest team in Spain obviously behind Real Madrid and Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Okay. But they just won Syria. Cool. Real Madrid didn't win. Zinedine Zidane, he, or Zin, Zin, Zinedine Zidane. Zinedine, yeah, Zinedine Zidane. He just quit as coach again. Oh. Um, so he's out. Some new guys taking over. Real Madrid, but anyway, it, the point was, it talks about how a team that doesn't have nearly the world fan base, the revenue, the market value, mm-hmm. but how have they been 
how how have they been successful? Like they just won Syria, you know. So how have they been able to establish themselves amongst two of the world's uh, highest valued teams? And this is Atletico Madrid. And this is Atletico Madrid. Yeah. And That's... in that, and in that, they talk about how, and then in talking about Atletico Madrid, they bring up their acquisition or their ownership of the new expansion team. Or yeah, I call it expansion, the newest expansion team in the Canadian Premier League with yeah. Ottawa, um, Atletico Ottawa. That's probably one of their keys to success that they've got this like ownership of a team that plays in a new league in Canada, so it, it, a it's young just, it soccer a, market. So, but with that though, it was just like, holy shit, they're talking about Canadian soccer on this, on this, like we, we we're mentioned along in, in a, in a, at 11 minute video of world soccer. Yeah. And of like high, high level Spanish soccer and they're talking about canada that's great that's 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 the wonderful thing about the canadian premier league yeah you know like that like i have a pie in the sky dream that alfonso davies jonathan david or any like uh current current um roster player of the canadian men's national team of when they're you know when their playing years are maybe kind of finishing out and they've got this historic career that they that they maybe become a general manager of a of a team of the uh, in a, of the Canadian Premier League like that just you know they where they retire and continue to give to the Canadian soccer community by doing something in the Canadian Premier League like that would just be like that would be cool ah oh, that would be amazing it's not, that's my pie in the sky dream <laughs> that that well, happens. With that, should we go along? Should we let's, talk about yeah. the Canadian Premier League? Yeah. So let's take maybe like a literal like ten second break. I just gotta take my headset off here because my ear is itchy. So okay. hopefully, it, I hope this doesn't get loud in the recording. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Um. While Paul's doing that, and yeah, it's not too, uh, it's not too scratchily. Um, so tonight, all right, I'm the, back. So in the in the lead up of what the announcement was, the announcement was uh, an announcement of what the season is going to be for the 2021 season of the Canadian Premier League, and it was in the pregame of the uh, Canada versus Aruba game, and. Uh, Commissioner David Klanikin gave an update on what the season is going to be, uh, what the format is going to be, and there's also some other tidbits of news. Uh, and it was really cool. Like it was really neat how they kind of dovetailed that. They dovetailed the game of Canada versus Aruba out of a Canadian Premier League announcement. It was really nice. Um, what did they announce? Well, they announced the start date, which is. Sorry, I just lost. I had my thing. Oh. I just, I, I just lost. It just, 
<laughs> disappeared on me. So a, a quick, I, I, uh, I, I lobbed you a perfect pass here. I know, and it was like just a perfect header, and you missed it. I just completely <laughs> shit the bed. I I just had everything here, and oh, then... I mean I have it right in front of well, me. Well, okay, I... yeah, go uh, go for it then. Okay, so I know it's June twenty. June twenty sixth. June twenty sixth. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, there we go. Yeah, June twenty sixth. Um, that's the start date of the of the twenty twenty one Canadian Premier League season. Um, they are starting it in a bubble. In uh, Winnipeg, Manitoba, home of uh, Valor FC, IG Field. It's uh, dubbed uh, the kickoff. So the entire season is a full season. The first 32 games is going to be in this Winnipeg bubble called the kickoff, um, and which goes to July 24th. So it's like four weeks. At the end, after these 32 games, July 24th is the last game of, the, of oh. this first group. Of this, there's a first. So okay, the whole so season I, is like... I, I completely... Yeah, there's some. I, I saw some 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 questions about it online. So, the entire season is going to be like a full season. This is going into the fall, like into like September, October, November, whatever it is. But the first thirty-two, okay, the first I, the I, first I thirty-two thir games. Or a third, I so, thought. Yeah. So what the first? So what they're doing is they're going to take, they're taking the first chunk, the first month, four weeks, thirty-two games, starting June twenty-sixth to July fourth, and they're calling it. The kickoff, and they're playing it in a bubble, no fans, uh, IG Field in Winnipeg, Manitoba. After which they will let's let's assess the situation. How's COVID? Um, can we, you know, how are the? I'm assuming this is going to take into account because we have to talk about COVID in this. So apologies if people are tired of hearing news about it, but. Um, at least for here in Alberta, and I know some other provinces are doing it too, but we live in Calgary, so Alberta, there is a, the, the province has announced a um, road to reopen plan, open, they're called, calling it open for summer, and it's tied to vaccination rates. And um, as our cases go down, hospitalizations go down, but vaccinations in eligible Albertans, which is at this moment, if you're 12 and over, you can get a, you can, you can sign up for a vaccination appointment. And as they go up, restrictions go down with a, they're planning by hopefully the end of June to be with, to have no restrictions and to be open for the summer. So the Canadian Premier League is being a little bit extra safe and they're going to the end of July in a bubble in Winnipeg for the first 32 games because when and I that, saw thirty, sorry, when I saw thirty-two yeah. games, I you thought, thought that, that meant, was like a tournament. No, 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 no. Thirty-two games. Okay, so they're playing. I thought what that meant was okay. Yeah, so the season's going to be thirty-two games. No, and yeah, then no. It's a thirty-two game season, and they're playing no. the first little bit. And okay, they're because we're all play. We we everybody plays eight games. Yeah, each team plays like yeah, like eight games or whatever it is. But well, this is you, just, yeah, you play it. You play yeah. everybody once. That takes you to the end yeah. of July. This is kind of like the inaugural season where they had like the spring campaign and a fall campaign, and the winners of each would play each other in a playoff type of deal. Now, 
This is not to say that they're doing playoffs. This is just, hey, for the first month, we're going to give it a special cool name. We're going to call it the kickoff, and we're going to play it isolated in a bubble in Winnipeg, Manitoba at IG Field, after which they'll assess all the home markets, like all the different provinces in Canada, all the home provinces, the home fields, and find out, okay, who's, what are the nationwide restrictions like? And if available to be played there, teams will start to go off to their home fields and however they choose to do some home games with some capacity of fans, whether it's 10%, 20%, 50%, 100%, who knows. But Or they continue the bubble and they do another month and they go to the end of August and they do another batch of games in Winnipeg, Manitoba with, with no fans, but... That remains to be seen, but the season is a season. They're playing a full, oh yeah, full yeah, season. Yeah, that I always, that I was always. Yeah, it's a I was full glad season. They were always committed to a full season. Yeah, I don't know fierce. where. So you know, I don't know where people's personal beliefs lie, and everyone's entitled to that. Um, I got vaccinated. Yep, so did I. For the simple fact of just in case, if you need a card, saying if you do. I want to watch live football. Yes. <laughs> That's literally ninety-five percent of the reason why <laughs> I yeah. did it. The other five percent is because I'm just expecting. Well, I don't. I don't know what legal mumbo jumbo. I'm sure there's a lot, but just I expected the, either the league or the government of Canada to be like, if you want to do ABC things, if you want to do X Y Z things, yeah. you have to get vaccinated. So I said, screw it. Yeah, not to say that that's happening, but maybe this the, the off... this is your this is your reasoning for yeah the maybe just, the off chance just is in case, I get to yeah. turn into maybe Deadpool or Wolverine or, or maybe the well, Hulk hope... or something. Yeah, I was hoping for superpowers when I got mine, but sadly I didn't get any yet, or they haven't Not manifested yet. yet. Knock yeah. on wood. <laughs> Knock on wood, we get some superpowers out of these things, but um, so maybe yeah. just you know if you're looking for that little extra push to get vaccinated. Um, so yes that's i do have there is some other attached news to this news too so so this is so that's 32 games it's in it field in winnipeg manitoba you know what i Um, i like that i guess i i was a little bummed that i like oh it would have been nice to put it back in newfoundland but uh prince edward island you mean or yeah geez charlottetown um that it would have, it could have been kind of neat, but they chose Winnipeg. But at, which makes sense because yeah, they're already they're already in a home market. Yeah, it's a nice stadium. Looks good on TV. Yeah. Um, Not saying that. Ma- well, every doesn't. every stadium looks pretty good, but they chose Winnipeg, and why not? They're as good as field as any to play a bubble in. So does that city. count as home field advantage then for Valor <laughs> for the first uh, little maybe, bit? Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Um, 2021 kits will be uh, revealed <sighs> Monday. Son of a bitch. Monday, June 7th. Son of a full, bitch. With the full schedule announcement to be uh, unveiled Wednesday, <sighs> June 9th. Here's so. my biggest gripe with all. I shouldn't call it a gripe. My biggest thing with kit reveals is because every league in the world does it. So whenever Arsenal says kit reveal coming soon, I shit myself because I don't know where everyone's thoughts were of the kits in the Premier League last year, but a lot of them sucked. 
Mm-hmm. T- absolutely terrible. Object like, English, I English, English I, Premier League you're talking about? The English Premier League. So pretty yeah. much almost every league in the world does it. Or it's just a thing that just every year you get a fresh new look. Yeah. Which yeah, is yeah. cool, but sometimes it really sucks. And last year in the English Premier League, some of them Our, Arsenal, not, I'm not, I guess I'm a little biased towards Arsenal, but they won in my mind because theirs were the nicest. Tottenham's were boring as always, but they were still nice. They weren't terrible. Chelsea's looked like pajamas. <laughs> uh, you know, no disrespect to Chelsea fans. Um, yep. Manchester City, they had the one kit where it looked, uh, what's that pattern that starts with a P? Paisley. Very, very, yeah, that's it. They had Paisley. In I know it, it was, was like, weird. What? It was like, what'd you guys do? Yeah, like who designed that? You know I, what that I is? I kind of like Paisley. I'm not gonna. I lie. like Paisley too. But yeah. what that is, you're seeing like 105 years of them being bored of like, what do we do this year? I don't know. Paisley. Well, well I, probably. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They've done everything. They've been around for so long. And that then you league, had the whole league. <laughs> and just yeah, some of the kits, just like uh, Manchester United. They had a zebra-looking kit. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, like, what? Yeah. And I get it. You've been a team for over 100 years. What do you do next? I, well, exactly. So, But you, you still. Can only like, have, if, you're t- if you're, you know, Cavalry FC's color is like red, green, black. Like, there's only so many combinations of those. You're going to end up reusing stuff. Like, as a player, you got to wear that shit. <laughs> like, I'm sure some of the but, players are just like, Oh man! Yeah. Thank God I get paid a gazillion dollars. So, to... <laughs> are you excited to see a new kit? I I, I'm excited, but I'm scared because I'm ho- I'm 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 dreading that it's going to suck. It's like it's a fear you have. Yeah, Could yeah. Not I'm be just nice. like, oh, please don't well, suck. Two we've years won... in a row, we've had some good ones. So I know, we'll... and it just everything happens in threes. So maybe this is our last good year for a while <laughs> of having a good one. Maybe. Well, we find out Monday, June seventh, and then you can. They'll be unveiled. And I, I assume also that means you could buy one. I mean, I'm buying one as soon well, as they're available. So, I, I honestly, I was surprised when I saw that. I, yeah, because I, I, I just thought. Well, so was know, I. I was thinking they would have used last year's, but yeah, because you know last year was a bit of a shamble season, if you call it a season. This just, year was still kind of yeah, hemming and hawing, and I honestly thought introducing a new kit. Would almost be a little bit too fast. Yeah, because just because they didn't get the chance to really use last year's, and it was really nice, you know. But they're like, well, I mean, they could use it as an alternate. And so I, I, I thought maybe, like, maybe my thought on it was, you're going a little bit too far, too fast. You know, you're pushing people's loyalty at this point because. The super fans will obviously like your super supporters. So like the supporters groups will buy it. I can't afford to be a super supporter, unfortunately. Yeah. I am a super supporter. I just can't afford it. I get it. And you so know, these are, at the end of the day, these are uh, like you know they're a little. I mean, there's a price tag on them. Exactly. Not, not huge, People now are more so going to be a little more. I I don't think it's going to be hard to get with people. Their money. You know. I'll use Calgary for example because you know Cavalry FC. We're a city of over a million people. Yeah. To me, it shouldn't be hard to get when it's allowed to have capacity to get five thousand people inside Spruce Meadows. Oh yeah. yeah you yeah. should be able to find five thousand people that can do it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, too, 
you're also going to get people that, you know, COVID, and, I know, and here we are talking about COVID again, but we have to. COVID changed everything in a sense of maybe, maybe now you penny pinch or maybe now you find the value of penny pinching. Yeah. I, I And so I know what you mean. It's, yeah. It's so the, now you're like, well, it's the double edged sword of like, exactly. Yes, it's, it's cool that you got a new kit. I'm, I'm excited to see it. And if I can afford it, I'll buy it. But at the same time, it's, you know, we are, this is a special circumstance of this, of the, of the last couple of years where, you know, there's been some, some job loss here and there, you know, just money is a little bit, it's always been tight and sports is always a luxury, but maybe a little bit more than ever at the same time, you know, I'm itching to go to a game and I know a lot of well, people. Yes, are, so exactly. Like, so I, I think that's why, I mean, it shouldn't be hard to find 5,000 people in the city being like, Holy shit, I need to get out of the house and see live sports or I want to see live football. Yeah, and as soon as you're there, you're like, "Oh fuck, I'm gonna get those kids look awesome. I'm gonna get one." So I just thought so, maybe that they're just they're they're testing the boundaries of people's loyalty a little bit too fast. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I um, but I'm excited. But it's a nervous excited because I'm just yeah. like, please don't suck, please don't suck, because I I <laughs> I do that every year that Arsenal changes their kit, and I was like, oh my god, please don't suck, please. <laughs> Please yeah. don't look terrible. Please don't make a zebra kit. <laughs> well, I don't. Well, if cow, if cavalry did a zebra type of style stripes kit, it would be like red and green, and, oh, maybe some, and black. Oh. Like that make your eyes bleed a little bit. <laughs> Unless they're tasteful, you never know. It could be tastefully done. Like York United FC, they've got green and blue, and they're fucking fantastic. It looks. Very cool. Like they've technically, they're the first team. They've already unveiled. I was just going to say, did they tech? Did, do they get a kit reveal? Because we've already seen their kit. Well, they have a new kit. I'm a, I imagine that that's the kit. It's going to be just be re-revealed, but that's going to be the one. Maybe they unveil an alternate. But I wonder if this includes home and away. Well, that's or what if, I'm wondering. Like, or kit if reveal. they use last year's city editions for their away kits again. I actually hope they keep the home kit. I friggin' love the home kit. Well, the home kit last year was nice. I have one. Oh yeah, don't so, don't change that. But they'll probably change it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it says kit reveal, so doesn't yeah. say which one. But oh man, I imagine both. But you know, they also announced the the first. Uh, they they announced the first four games. Yeah, because they announced. Uh, so they announced the first. Uh, the first game is Saturday, June twenty sixth. There's two games that day, and then Sunday, June twenty seventh, two games. So all teams play. Um, we, I guess, in a previous episode, we had done like, hey, here's some options of a home opener. Who do you think it's going to be? I mean, it's probably. I think I had said it's probably going to end up being like a, a Halifax and a Forge, maybe, but. We had said, well, taking away those teams and maybe even taking away Cavalry, who do we think? And I think it might have been you. And you were like, FC Edmonton and Athletic Ottawa. And that's that's who's playing the first game. Yeah. FC Edmonton versus Athletic Ottawa. I, I, I like that. I, so do I. It's fantastic. I, I like it because, okay, I, I, I know two years in a row, you know, Forge, Cavalry, now you throw Halifax into the mix. Of course. I mean, those are games that you, you're going to tune in for those. Um, of course we will. But, and those games will happen. You know, what else can have the 
like other people deserve the spotlight. And you know what? There's, there's eight teams. Give it to give it to FC Edmonton and Atletico Ottawa. Yeah. I like I really I really like that. Yeah. It shows like FC Edmonton want to this is essentially their like they've got a new coach. They've got a bunch of new players. They want to show that, hey, you know, we've had a rough couple seasons in the Canadian Premier League. They're going into their, I guess last year was their 10th year as a club. This is their 11th year. So they're one of the longer running clubs, well, the longest running club in the Canadian Premier League. Um, and then you get the new kids on the block with Atletico Ottawa. They finally get to play a full season. Yeah. And they also get to home, they also get to kick off this season as well like that's that's really cool that's going to be a hell of a game too i at least i i think F, i think fc edmonton is i think this is a i think this also shows that like for fc edmonton they probably look at this and go they they like it's like the canadian premier league believes in fc edmonton as a club and as a brand of like you guys are going to kick off our 2021 season like like Maybe don't worry about you guys had a couple rough seasons, whatever. Doesn't matter. You guys are a part of the Canadian Premier League. Yeah, you know you're gonna I like that. Give it, and honestly, I think it gives something for at least for the uh, what's their uh, what's their main supporters River Valley Van River Valley Vanguard. I do. Yeah, believe. it gives it gives a little shout something out for them to yeah shout out to those to guys. be to be excited about. You know, their team gets to they they get the first game of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they got to shake off the shake off the BS for the past couple seasons, and yeah, they can start start fresh and be yeah. like, let's kick off this 2021 season, literally because they're playing the first game, and uh, you know, show the like they could blow everybody away and they could like dominate that whole game and you know get like. I'm not gonna lie though, I am going for Ottawa. <laughs> well, I mean, I probably will too. I, I, you know, <laughs> but, and that's just because, you know, it's the, it's the wild rose, uh, competition as a, we're Cavalry FC supporters and the wild rose cup is played between Cavalry FC that there are FC Edmonton is Cavalry FC's, uh, 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 what's that called? Rival? Blanking on the word Derby. It's a, it's, oh, Derby. It's our Derby match. Wild rose competition play for the wild rose cup so it uh and for yeah, cavalry they're... fc we they play last against york united fc yeah rematch of our very first game yeah that was that was the first game our very our inaugural game was against well york, formerly formerly york known, nine. yeah york, york nine yeah yeah so our first game Will be against if you know. I hope they put Nico Giantopoulos in goal. Well, and uh, and Dominic, Dominic Sator should be playing. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's interesting first, like interesting first matches, like with the FC Edmonton, Atletico Ottawa. Then you get uh, Pacific FC and uh, Halifax. So you get the yep. Battle of the Oceans, and then. Forge uh, FC and Valor. The next day, yeah, Forge and Valor. That's kind of yeah. cool. That's an interesting match because, uh, kind of like Edmonton, Valor have a little bit of something to prove too, a little bit, you know. 
And if we use that as a, a sick segue, they just did a pretty darn good uh, signing. And um, they signed a midfielder from Brazil, Rafael Galahardo. Galahardo. If I'm pronouncing that correctly, yeah. Apolo- apologies, apologies for our, you know, <laughs> <laughs> for our piss poor pronunciation. <laughs> but uh, what do you think of that signing on for Valor FC? I, I don't know much about him, but he sound it sounds like he's a. a I honestly, a I I don't watch, uh, I don't watch a lot of Brazilian football. But I mean, if if the Canadian Premier League can nab somebody from the top division of Brazilian football, I think you did pretty good. Yeah, like it says here, uh, I'm just I just pulled up the um, the blurb on uh, canpl.ca. Like when I uh, saw that, I was like, "Oh wow, good yeah, for he, he joins shit, Valor good for from, Valor. He joins Valor FC from uh, Guillermo Football Porto Alegrens Brazilian Championship A Series. He spent the 2019 season on loan from Vasco da Gama." So, I think we still won the international signing trophy, but still a very good signing for for Valor. Hmm. Hmm. I guess he's more of a defending midfielder. That's what it, that's what this thing is saying. But um, he's apparently this, he's got kind of a storied career with a ton of time. He's played with various na- uh, various national teams and various like under twenty and under twenty three. Well, I just I think the problem. It's funny. I think Valor he brings. A, have, I think he he seems very like. I think he brings experience. That, yeah, I, think that's I was what, just gonna say because I don't even honestly. I don't even think. Like, I think Rob Gale like he knows how he wants to play because he's been a manager for X amount of years, mm-hmm. and I think he's still trying to get the players to execute his vision. But yeah, maybe they don't seem to be very good defensively sometimes and they yeah. don't seem to be very good offensively so i think he won by getting a defensive midfielder it's like okay if you can at least if you can at least have somebody that can dominate the midfield that mm-hmm. then and then i apologize for going a little bit footy nerd here if this is it, the it, podcast to do it on this is if, a football if you podcast can, if you can have somebody to dominate the midfield at least you know by having somebody keep possession if you have someone that can keep possession for a few more seconds that allows your players to that allows your players to press up high yeah that allows get some your, key that, get some key positions out of some other players well, and... that, that allows your runners to run that allows your strikers to get in you know depending upon where you are it allows them to make runs maybe to, you know get them into the box or it allows your wingers and your wing backs to you know get up the pitch and then it allows your defenders to press up high as well. Cause if you can get that back line further up and obviously doing this in a matter of seconds, yeah, then at least, okay. So we've got a defensive midfielder check. Now we just need to make sure our guys can score. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it sounds like he's uh it sounds like they got a guy that can link to play. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you don't know what link or for people that don't know what link to play means, you got a guy that can make key passes to your people that can score. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's a playmaker. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's it's I, I'm really looking forward to to seeing Valor to seeing Valor play this year. Like I'm really excited. I'm excited to see all of them. I say that all the time though. I just I, I want to see the whole league play. Well, shit. Now we have like <laughs> now we can now it's real. Now we got a start date. I know. Um we Cavalry FC plays York United FC. We were talking to them about a few minutes ago, and that could have been a sick segue too. But uh, they also did some crazy, some crazy signings. They finished off their roster. They signed four players, filled up their spots. Um, yeah, they no vacancy pull... at uh, York United. Pardon? No vacancy at York United now. No, and it, well, they did lose a couple international signings due to some visa stuff, like they couldn't get in or whatever. Um, hopefully that can get sorted out, but, um, so I'm going to, so there's four, they did four, four new signings. They got a left back in, uh, Tariq Muhammad, um, Tariq Muhammad. Yeah. Why does he sound familiar? Cause he played for, um, FC Edmonton last year. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's like, why does he sound familiar? And, uh, two midfielders in, uh, Jordan. Faria and Gerard Lavernay, if I'm if I'm pronouncing that correctly, and a striker in Osvaldo Ramirez. Um, yeah, Tariq Mohammed. Yeah, he was in. Uh, yeah, he was in Edmonton. Uh, I don't know. I'm. I don't know where um, these other gentlemen played for. Like, I can't. Do do these names? Do they put anything inside your head? Like the ones you just mentioned. Yeah, like I'm trying to just see. So I'm on campiel.ca and I'm just trying to quickly kind of scan through here and find out if they list. Oh, here we go. Faria. He's a Toronto FC Academy product. So, and I guess he played with Tariq Muhammad for TFC2 in 2018 and 2019. Midfielder, like I said earlier, so that's cool. Oh, Lavernay, central midfielder from the Dominican. He was in uh, USL League One, FC Tucson. So, which is sweet. That's cool. Yeah, I'm just I'm just going over their uh, roster here. Yeah, Osvaldo Ramirez comes from uh, Cancun FC of the Liga de Ma- Liga Liga MX expansion. So, twenty four. So it sounds like they got a very uh, like solid midfielders, some international midfielders, and they sound fairly attacky. Like there's a lot of things that are listed here. Like it seems a lot of these, it seems these four players are very, or at least three of them anyways, are very, obviously with Ramirez. Uh, But even the midfielders, they're like, they seem to be the, it seems to be like their attack midfielders. So it seems York United is going after a, uh, I guess they want to start maybe opening up their scoring a bit more. Potentially, if you look into the signings, I I don't because I'm a new soccer fan. I'm the I'm not the guy to talk about like 
you know, past like where how what their play is like and where yeah, they yeah. played before and blah blah blah. But I take this as since it, it reads a lot of their the article that's up on CanPL lists a lot of like attack minutes for the midfielders. So it sounds like overall, it sounds like York looks like they're going after goals. So it sounds like they're going to be a fairly well, like they quick need, attacky team. They need goals for sure. Yeah. And I don't, and I, and I don't, I only see, I think maybe now we're, cause we're, we're going into the third year now. Um, there's going to be some pressure on some of the lower coaches, I think. So there's going to be pressure on Rob Gale. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like York, uh, York United have been a solid. They've had Mista. solid showing. They've had solid showing. Well, he, yeah, but I think he might, he'll get. Last year was like Island Games. I think he'll get a little bit of leeway. Though I think this year people are going to be looking at him to maybe get, like they're going to see they're going to want to see a good showing from, athletic. Well, yeah, and, and well, and just you know, just you look at you got to look at who owns them too, and <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. But what I'm excited about from these four signings of York United is that it finishes off their roster, so it shows that potentially within the next like if if next if not next week, then the week after. Um, I think Cavalry FC. Do we not? Do they not still have like two spots? Potentially, yeah. We're, we're, yeah we so still two don't, or three. We don't have a full roster yet. And I think there's a few other teams that are still like you know two here, maybe three spots. So Let's within the next that. two weeks, those those things should fill up, and which means we have future episodes already planned out. Then of well, as soon as that stuff's announced, we're Recording podcasts. We only have 19 players. Yeah. Well, there's room for two or three more. Oh, hold on. Oh, okay. No, I was like, did they include Joe Mason? Yeah, he's in. Yeah, so we only have 19 players. Now, they still haven't announced Pasquati. Yeah, still. Correct? I, I, yeah, not yet. So he's like, they you still haven't what? announced. Announce that shit this week. You're doing a kit reveal. You're doing all this stuff. Well, that's what I'm be saying. Like, I think. Be like, by I, the way. Yeah, here's the rest of our roster. Even if it's two players, Pasquati plus they sign somebody. Like, they have to announce next week. Well, I, w- I would like them to announce Pasquati whether or not it's hey he's leaving or he's coming back. Well, yeah, he hasn't even it hasn't even been shown that you know has he been released? Nothing. No. Don't know, yeah. So, I mean, I know he was. I guess there was like a late. He had a late injury last season. See, seemingly, it seemed looked like he was a little bit like physically messed up. But I don't was it was it leg? Was it like a tendon or something? I can't remember. From the Island Games, did he get an injury? Like very late, like in like second last game or something. This yeah. is after. This is after. Uh, Minotel with his uh, broken leg there, yeah. which he's he's back, so that's great. But I hope I hope Esquadi comes back. Well, I hope he plays really, like whether it's here or some other team. I just want them to announce it. 
one way or the other, like either he's coming back or he's not coming back. But yeah, I think next week, next week, potentially the week after, I'd say by mid-June, if you haven't announced the rest of your roster, you should. <laughs> Excuse me. Just because we're getting in, because with June 24th, that's going to come up real fast. And in case everyone is one, and if, you know, if anyone is wondering, um, maybe people know, hey, where did Pebble go? He went on trial with like Sheffield United and stuff. Um, he, so he's officially gone. Yeah, um, he's he, yeah he's not part yeah, of. Yeah, he, he's in La Liga roster. with uh, Spanish club Getafe. That's awesome. He's on there, uh, and, and I believe it's with their under twenty three squad, under twenty one squad, under sorry, under nineteen. That's cool. Way to go, Pebble! And in March, he scored his first goal with them. Oh, fantastic! Good job. Good job. So, what do you? So, actually, it's funny. Like we, so. We didn't mention at the top of the of the episode of how we do what ninety minute life is, but it's a two half podcast, and we've just done about almost two halves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just 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 chatting about the men's national team and York United and Valor and the the, uh, the announcement of oh and the that, season. So and, that makes so sorry, and I got. And, so yeah, if you don't know, if everyone doesn't know, as we do two halves. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I, I forgot. I wanted to mention one more thing. So this is the start of the season and stuff like this. This is why I thought of, or this is what made me think of earlier on, that now, you know, Forge and United, or in United, York United, they haven't been able to train yet, mm-hmm. and they play June 26th. Or sorry, uh, York United. They play June twenty seventh, and actually, I guess so does Forge. So they play June twenty seventh. Yeah. Um, but they haven't even trained yet. Well, like when I when I holy when we mentioned, shit, that almost seems like. So I think slowly but surely, like Ontario is starting to um, uh, do better with their COVID numbers. I'm pretty sure they have been. Um. So if if they haven't started training yet, that should be coming pretty soon. As their as Ontario opens up. Well, man, if if I'm Rob Gale, I am training the shit out of my players, being like, we can train, Forge cannot. Yeah, sure, they had their little stint there in the Champions League there for a little bit. <laughs> Not the champion, the the, the um, Concacaf. Right, I think this is called Concacaf League. Yeah, Concacaf. Concacaf League, they had a little stint there. I guess they st- still haven't played the friggin' Canadian Championship. No, that's wild. We're gonna have a season before they play that game, and that game's gonna be played, which is hilarious. Yeah, but is is it against Toronto? Yeah, against yeah, Toronto, Toronto FC. Um, but I mean, I'm I mean, going for I'm going for Forge in that game. Yeah, I me too actually. So. But I know that hurts. Uh, I know that might hurt to say a little bit, just as a Cavalry FC fan. It's like, ah, just God what a boost it. it! What a boost it would be for the CPL, just for a, I, oh, just, absolutely, yes. Yeah. That's 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 why I'm cheering you know, for Forge because it's like for I, a team that has, you know, in Toronto FC, their payroll. 
I'm sure is the like CPL every Canadian... combined. Yes, yeah, it's, it's every eight. It's all the eight clubs combined. Like they probably play pay that. Sorry, play. They probably pay that for one player. Yeah. Like it's huge <laughs> for for Forge to win that game. Like ultimately, yes, I'm a Cavalry FC fan. So if you know much about the Canadian Premier League, I mean, I think a lot of our fans do because they're Canadian Premier League fans and Cavalry FC fans. But but we love you even if you cheer for another league in another country because football is awesome. <laughs> kind of. But I'm just joking. There's a giant rivalry between Cavalry FC and Forge FC. Like it's like they it's, just it's, it's bigger than Calgary versus Edmonton. Oh, it's 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 the best rivalry in in soccer right now, in my opinion, which isn't worth much, but it's awesome to see. But having said that, I am a fan of like the, in general the Canadian Premier League. So it's so yes, Forge is not a team I cheer for in regular season play, but when they're representing. The Canadian Premier League in the Canadian Championship in the final, absolutely, I'll cheer for them. When they're in CONCACAF in any form, any Canadian Premier League team that gets to go to the CONCACAF, I will cheer for you very loudly because I want Canada to succeed. If Canada goes to World Cup in 2022 here, even if we get, even if we lose in the first round, like I am going to. I'm going to bars next year. I'll be wearing every piece of Canadian clothing I have. And I'm going to get drunk with a lot of rowdy football fans <laughs> cheering on Team Canada against whoever we're playing against. Because I want, I want to see Canada succeed in the World Cup. This is obviously, of course, they have to get through Suriname. And yeah. Uh, Got to qualify two, for on first. Tuesday, but I mean, it, it's just if you're so Valor, yes. you you have to be. You, if you're Rob Gale, you got to be thinking, look, let's train hard as fuck right now. Sorry, I want Valor but to win that game because too. you can knock, you, you you can catch Forge, catch off him by guard surprise a bit because they haven't been able to train. Yeah, and what a could you imagine the like the ripples. That was sent. Like, actually, here's a here's a question: Has Valor beaten Forge FC in the last two years? Uh... In the inaugural season and in the Island Games, did Valor FC and Forge, when they've played against each other, has Valor won? I Off the top believe... of my head, I don't know. I'm gonna see if I can Google that. Yeah, because... let's see. I want to say no, but I don't know for sure. Let's. Whoops. Uh... Yeah, I'm going to quickly Google that because I, I have to know this. Has Valor FC ever beaten Forge FC? Uh, well, they've drawn against Forge. So they've drawn against Forge. Um, this is very, I know this is, people are going like, oh, this is exciting because we're kind of quiet, but let's see. Yeah, I just want to. I'm just trying to, I'm on Wikipedia here. I'm trying to see if I can get like a list of like games that they've, 
uh, played, like just like a list of. Uh, so I'm getting tables. Oh, here we go. Results. Okay, so here we go. I can find out. Okay, so they lost May 16th, 2019, 2-0 to Forge. They then lost again June 15th to Forge, 2-1. This is in 2019. And then, uh, well, Forge beat them again in 2019, July 20th, 3-1. I'm sorry, Valor fans, if I'm bringing up old wounds too. I just, I have to know the answer to this question, so I have to, oh, there's another. It doesn't look like they've got a win in 2019 against... Okay, in 2019 they did not beat they did not beat Forge and they drew against them in the island games at least once. So potentially Valor has so I think the answer is Valor FC has not beaten um Forge. How wild is that, eh? Hmm. I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna quickly go. Valor. Oops. Valor FC. Valor FC. Island Games. And I'm gonna see if they've. Uh, let's see. If Valor FC. Oh. I don't think I can get this information. Anyways, so it looks like potentially if they were to beat Valor FC, if or if Valor FC were to beat Forge, it would be the first time that they've beaten Forge. So, and what a way! To, and what a I want them to what, do it. Yeah, what a time to do it. Yeah. So sorry if that got a little bit. <laughs> Long-winded. I was just—I was trying to Google things on the fly, and my iPad's a little bit slow. But, anyways, uh, super excited. Um, any last-minute uh, thoughts about like you know excitement, <sighs> excitement level? How you feeling? I'm at peak, peak excitement, full yeah. mast, as they call it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for Monday and Wednesday because there's going to be some good announcements. Um, this is episode 46. Episode 47 is next weekend. We'll, we will be, I think we're now at the point where we're going to go like week to week. There's going to be an episode because there's, yeah. there's, we're now well, getting like, into. Should we do it? Like, we could even, like, should we do Monday after the kit reveal or maybe that's not maybe like a whole, maybe news pending. Well, Wednesday is the schedule. Oh, that's right. That's right. So Monday is the kit reveal. Wednesday is the schedule reveal. So we'll just we'll pen an episode in for next weekend. And if people are listening, 
thinking that did they forget that they're talking on a podcast like nope you're nope. seeing how this we talk how, about our, yeah. this is how we do our episodes like hey do you want to do one okay what do you want to talk about let's talk about that okay <laughs> behind the curtain as they say um yeah so next weekend is the 12th that's or saturday next weekend is the 12th so let's yeah let's 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 do one next saturday because then we can also wait for thursday and friday and see if maybe with the scheduled and the kit reveal maybe somebody signs a cool player that we can also talk about but potentially those two things are enough to hopefully we get the squatty back yeah absolutely you know, Atletico Ottawa, I feel like they have to still announce like half a dozen players yet. So it feels like they announce in batches, but I feel like they've still got like technically what's been revealed is only like half a roster, I think. Yeah. Maybe. So, and they're the home, they're the, they're the opening match. Like, it's like, how many, do you have enough players to make a starting 11? <laughs> I mean, I think they do, but I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so I think it's safe to say that we're excited. Yeah, I can't wait. This is a good one. This is a good episode. It was good. I had fun. This is a good conversation. <laughs> you know, this is why we do it. We like to. This is a conversation we would have had tonight, anyways, and that's the genesis of this podcast. Of like, let's record it and see if anybody else wants to listen to it. So yeah, if you can, if if you're enjoying us, just kind of ramble on about stuff related to Cavalry FC and the Canadian Premier League and Canadian men's national team, the Canadian women's national team who play the 12th, I do believe, of June. Yeah, they have a couple friendlies uh, against the Czech Republic and Brazil. Yeah, ahead of their... Uh, they are in the Olympics. They're representing Canada in the Olympics, so we're definitely going to be keeping tabs on that and giving every we'll be giving all you lovely people the the match details of those games and cheering on Canada and the women's national team and their in their uh, let's let's see if they can get gold in the Tokyo Olympics that's going to be awesome uh, the euros they start pretty soon sweet lots to lots of lots of stuff to cut to talk lots about of football. Upcoming. yeah but uh, I think that's the end of episode 46. I think so. Yeah. I think so. This has been a good one. This is good. We're let us know. What, at... Yeah. Oh, let us know what you, well, I was going to say, look, let us know what, uh, let us, let us know what you thought. We appreciate all feedback. Uh, we have an email, 90 minute life at outlook.com. It's everything is spelled out. There's no numbers. It's N I N E T Y M I N. U-T-E-L-I-F-E at Outlook.com. Send an email. 90 Minute Life. We're on Facebook. Um, you can, so yeah, if you want to just send some questions and some topic ideas, tell us what you like, what you don't like, blah, blah, blah. Let, you know, those are two great places. Or, well, or and and, or and and. Uh, whatever podcast service you listen to us on, so whether it's um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, 
Breaker, Radio Public, Pocket Casts, Overcast. Did I forget one? I don't think so. No. Um, those places I just mentioned, leave a, leave a review if they have a review option. Leave a rating out of five or stars or whatever it is. Even if it's, you know what? I don't. I want to know. I want to let the world know that you're one out of five stars. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool too, because we're not perfect, and we want to get better. And uh, but yeah, let us let us know. And if you think we're worthy of like four out of five stars, or an A rating, or a ten out of ten, or whatever the rating system is, you know, that's totally appreciated. Yeah. And yeah, topic. It. If you have questions, topic ideas, or or just um, thoughts on something that we've talked about and you want to give your two cents as well, absolutely. Uh, if your Canadian Premier League uh, team is not Cavalry FC, then totally tell us who you're cheering for this year. We'd love to know what your Canadian Premier League team is. Or if you just if you're like, you know what, I really like, I really like the. I really like Liga MX, and I want to tell you what my favorite team is. Like, totally, tell us what your favorite team is. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, don't tell me you're a Tottenham fan. I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. Tottenham fans are welcome. Yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, this has been uh, episode forty-seven. Yep. Thanks for listening. Absolutely. Have a great rest of your day. Have a good weekend. The rest of your weekend, if you can have a weekend, if you're not working. Or if you're working, enjoy it if you can. Yeah. Stay safe. Take care. Yeah. Be nice. Totally. And we'll see you All next right. time. All see right. See you. Bye.